Testing, testing, one, two, three. Welcome back to Spill and Disc Tea. I'm Brayden, and today we're going to be talking about all things D23 2022. Stay tuned as I go through some predictions for this year's biggest fan event. Hey everybody, welcome back to Spillin' This Tea, the podcast where we sip and spill on all things Disney. If this is your first time listening, welcome, grab yourself a cup of tea, and get ready to dive into the wonderful world of Disney. So hey everybody, welcome back. I know it's been a minute since our last episode. We've just kind of been living life super busy uh, with our own like personal endeavors. Score's been working a lot. We just moved to a new place. So yeah, things have been crazy busy, but awesome. And we're so excited to get back into the podcast this fall, hopefully, if the stars align, because there's so much Disney content that we are excited to talk about. So D23 Expo is literally in like three days. And I am so excited. I couldn't be more excited, honestly. So I want to do something that I hadn't done in a while, and that was making a bingo sheet. Last time I did that was for Avengers Endgame. I did it with my friend Chloe. We made this whole prediction sheet of who we thought was going to die, basically, and what was going to happen. And it was a lot of fun. And it was fun to see like what we got right, what we got wrong. So I kind of thought I'd do a similar thing for D23. And it started out as just like my own personal like nerdy list, but then I kind of thought, hey, like it'd be cool to sort of do a kind of predictions episode and see maybe what I get right and what I get wrong and kind of educate some people on some of the rumors that are kind of circulating around the Walt Disney Company right now. So I made a 5x5 bingo sheet and I'll definitely attach the picture in so you can play along as well. Definitely my, uh, my graphic skills need a little work. I literally used uh, PowerPoint, but you know what? It does the job. And we got Captain Marvel's Kree star in the middle there because why not? So yeah, basically I tried to make sure I covered every, every sector of the Disney company. I think I only have like one Star Wars prediction in there, which kind of says a lot about how I feel about Star Wars right now, but you know, it's never too late. So let's get into it. Before I start, I also want to say that there are some topics and some things that are kind of essentially confirmed to be happening at the D23 Expo, so I tried not to include most of those things. Like Tiana's Bayou Adventure, I know for sure we're going to be getting more details on that. Um, we're definitely going to be getting stuff for Strange World, which is Disney Animation's new movie coming out this year. We're definitely going to be getting stuff for Elemental, which is Pixar's next movie. Things for The Little Mermaid, Snow White, things like that. So I definitely want to try to be like a little bit more original with it. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be starting at the top left, and we're basically just going to be working our way leftward, and then we'll go down, and then we'll go to the right. I feel like that's that's the best way to do it. Okay, so let's get into it. So my first prediction for D23, this is kind of an obvious one as well, but I don't know necessarily what will be announced, so I included it, is an Encanto follow-up. So I think definitely we're going to get something regarding whether it's a sequel or a series or a short film or something in Kanto, some in Kanto media I'm sure is going to be announced or teased at the very least. I just think Encanto was such a big hit for Disney and it was something that they hadn't seen in terms of like cultural like relevance and popularity. Nothing has been on that level since the original Frozen. And I'm a Moana fan. I love Moana and Moana was definitely a hit, but it didn't hit those Frozen levels that Encanto did. Like Encanto was and 
kind of still is everywhere. It's dying down a little bit, but I can definitely see them announcing something to follow it up. My prediction is we're not going to get an Encanto 2 announcement. I could be wrong, but I just feel like since the movie didn't do super well in the box office, all of its success was through streaming. So I think that Encanto definitely would work as a franchise straight to Disney Plus. So like a series or maybe a sequel straight to Disney Plus or something. But yeah, definitely something in Kanto will be happening. Just what specifically, I'm not too sure. Then moving over, this is one that I kind of like don't want to happen, but I feel like it's inevitable. And that's a Pandora World of Avatar expansion at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So Avatar, the 2009 James Cameron film, highest grossing film of all time, got a land in Disney's Animal Kingdom based off of the world of Pandora and it kind of came pretty late I think it came around like 2017 is when they put it in and so at that point it already seemed sort of like a weird choice but movies like sequels to Avatar had been promised since 2009 so now that we're finally getting a sequel this year the Avatar Way of Water I think that it's kind of likely that we'll see an expansion be announced I just feel like there's only two rides in the land and I just feel like they can do so much more. And from what I've heard, I, I've been to Pandora World of Avatar. I haven't been on any of the attractions just because the wait times when I went were insanely long. But I have heard that Flight of Passage is great, whereas the Navi River journey is kind of like mid. So I can definitely see them trying to expand that, especially since they have a bunch of movies coming out that they'll want to build on. Then moving over, another Disney animation announcement, Frozen 3. So... I don't want a Frozen 3. I love Frozen and I, I definitely, you know, I loved Frozen 2. I think it had issues for sure, but I loved it. But for me, I feel like the dichotomy of having, you know, Frozen 1 was Anna's movie, Frozen 2 being like Elsa's story, I feel like it just worked so well and I feel like it concluded what it needed to conclude and it tied up the loose ends so nicely from the first one that I don't want a Frozen 3. But again, I think it's inevitable just because Frozen 2 made more money than the first film and the first film made like 1.2 billion dollars at the box office so i could see an announcement happening i remember when they announced frozen 2 it was like 2015 and it was through i believe an investor's call so it wasn't really like an official announcement with like a date or anything it was kind of just more like painting it up on the board so i think something along those lines would happen and i definitely think if we get a third frozen film that jennifer lee and everyone who was essentially involved in the first film will be involved in the third and if we do get a Frozen 3 announcement, I do believe this will be the final film of the franchise. I would personally rather them do like a series, like a Disney Plus series or something. I don't know. I just feel like that seems like a little bit more digestible to me than a third Frozen film. It just seems like a little bit too much. But I guess, you know, I'll withhold all judgment until, until I see the movie. Moving over, we have an update on the Play Pavilion. This is moving again into Parks territory. They had announced in 2019 this whole overhaul of Epcot. They wanted to kind of add some more greenery to it, definitely update it, add more IP, make it more Disney. And this is where we saw announcements like Journey of Water, but just different things like that. And and the Play Pavilion was one of these planned changes, which was to be a retheming of the old Wonders of Life Pavilion in Epcot. They want to make it into this sort of interactive place where you could, you know, meet characters and they had different like attractions, kind of sort of along the lines of what Innoventions used to be, if you guys remember that, at least from what I remember with like some of all thrills and stuff like that. The only thing is the pandemic happened and the Play Pavilion is definitely centered around like touch and a lot of point of contact. And I think Disney's sort of trying to get away from that. 
although they are implementing the touch with the magic band, so you kind of don't really have to actually touch your hands to it, you just sort of tap your magic band. Their sensor is sort of similar to like how you tap onto a ride and then whatever interactive feature will happen. So I don't know, I just, I feel like it's probably shelved at this point just because I don't know, I don't know if it's the right time and place for this. I just, I, I also don't know what could be replaced in a play pavilion because I don't know, I don't see them putting like a full attraction in there, but I do think that they will give us some sort of update as to what's happening, whether it's shelved or whatever the new conception of it will be. Okay, moving over, this one kind of feeds into another point, so we'll sort of like put a pin in it and pick up on it later, but through Disney Insider, which is an amazing source, if you don't follow them and you want all the Disney tea, I highly suggest it. They leaked or they announced that Disney is in production of a movie with Kugali Entertainment, and that's who they're partnering up with their upcoming show, Iwaju. And this movie is called Naditu. So Naditu, for those who don't know, Naditu is a designation of a legal position for women in Babylonian society and for Sumerian temple slaves. There's not really much given about this, just the name. There is also a Pixar film that's announced called Sumer, which is obviously based on Sumerian society. So I'm very curious if these two projects are related or if they're just totally different and just have that coincidence. Because a lot of the time, Disney and Pixar projects before they're officially announced do get confused. I remember when Frozen was announced, before it had any, uh, I think it was just the word, the title was announced. There was no link to the Snow Queen, and people were theorizing that that was the good dinosaur, just because I guess ice somehow, I don't know, prehistoric somehow work together. So I'm, I do believe that these films are linked in some way. So I kind of have them as two separate ones though, because I haven't seen different reports saying that they're different things. Okay, so moving down, this one's probably like the biggest wild card and probably the least likely to happen, but I have a new gate to be announced at Disneyland or Walt Disney World, meaning like a fourth park or a third park in Disneyland's case. The only reason I have this here is because Universal Studios just opened up or are opening up a another gate, and I think that Disney would want to compete with them. However, at Walt Disney World especially, they already have four parks, and a lot of the common complaints is that everything is very spread out between the four parks, so I feel like they'd want to kind of like beef up what they have already, like adding in like expansions to different lands, which I'll kind of touch into later, but I feel like they just want to beef up what they already have instead of putting all the money into building another gate, if that makes sense. And at Disneyland, the only thing, I think the Disneyland forward idea kind of works into it, so we'll probably check it off if that ends up getting announced or something. But yeah, just kind of like some sort of like expansion to the parks, but this is probably the least likely one on my list. Okay, moving to the left, fantastic forecasting. So I am a huge Marvel fan. I'm so excited for Phase 5 and Phase 6. I literally lost my shit at San Diego Comic-Con with all those announcements. I was not expecting it. I definitely think that we're going to be, I think D23 is going to be quite light on Marvel announcements just because of how hard they went at San Diego Comic-Con. But I do think we'll be getting a couple things. And I think fantastic forecasting is almost certain I think we're going to find out like who the main cast is, probably who Doctor Doom is, and definitely, I think they've confirmed the director already, but definitely the casting. And for me, I might be in the minority, but I really want John Krasinski to be 
Reed Richards, like, in the 616 universe. I just feel like it makes so much sense, and, like, especially because that universe they traveled to, all the other variants looked like the variants in the 616 universe. So it would make no sense if 838 Reed looked totally different than 616 Reed, but 838 Wanda and... 838 Stephen Strange look exactly the same as 616 Stephen Strange. For those of you who aren't Marvel-versed, I apologize for that because that was probably so confusing to you. But yeah, super hyped for that. And I'm really excited to see as well who they cast for The Invisible Woman because a lot of people have been theorizing if John Krasinski is Reed Richards, then Sue Storm would be Emily Blunt, his wife. But I don't know. I've been seeing some rumors about Elizabeth Lale, which would be kind of cool. Saoirse Ronan. I mean... I'm kind of here for whoever they cast, to be honest. Okay, moving over again. This one, I, I'm surprised I still have it on this bingo because I feel like this should have been checked off like four years ago. But a Mexico Pavilion Coco Ride update. So for those who don't know, at the Mexico Pavilion in the World Showcase at Epcot, currently there's a ride called the Three Caballeros Grand Fiesta Tour. And it's basically just kind of like an it's a small world type attraction, but for Mexico. So you kind of go through the folklore and the history. And there's some like screen technology where you see some live action scenes. You see Donald and Jose and Panchito and they're, you know, doing their thing. And then at the end, there's like a, a scene with like some really cute animatronics of them playing their instruments and stuff. And I know a lot of people have a lot to say about IP integration, especially at a park like Epcot. But I feel like Coco... Being the hit that Coco was, it's perplexing to me that there's no Coco ride announcement. Not even an announcement. And like obviously Coco wasn't like a Frozen or anything, but Coco's still a big hit. Like people love Coco. And it's quite heavily featured at Epcot, especially in the Harmonia show. And they have like the, um, I don't know if they still have it, but they had like the mariachi band and like the, the puppet of Miguel. And even at D23 Expo in 2019, and in the Epcot, like, Experience Center, they had a guitar, like, right up against the pyramid in the Mexico Pavilion. And that, it, it looked so much like Miguel's guitar. I thought that that was, like, a hint to something. Yet they did announce it. They announced Mary Poppins. They announced Moana, which, obviously, I'm super excited for that one. But they didn't announce anything about Coco. So, I, I feel like it has to happen. I feel like with how Disney is right now, with Bob Chapek running it, and how... IP focus they are it just makes perfect sense to me like gut it redo it especially I'm pretty sure Grand Fiesta Tour like isn't a super popular attraction so yeah I just feel like that makes a lot of sense put the music in there you got more IP they can merch up the Mexico Pavilion yeah that one seems quite likely to me but I think the fact that they haven't announced it yet and the movie's what like five years old at this point it's a little it's a little iffy Moving on left, we're sticking with the parks for this one, and this is the Magic Happens Parade. So Magic Happens, like, I think it premiered right before the pandemic, if I'm correct, at the Disneyland Park in California, and it was spectacular. The floats were amazing. There was Moana, there was Maui, there was Coco, there was Frozen 2, like, Tiana had her own float. It was, it was beautiful. Thoroughly enjoyed it, and then a little thing called COVID-19 happened, and then everything closed. And to this date, even though the parks have reopened, the parade has not returned. So I'm curious if they're replacing Magic Happens or if they'll bring it back, but I do think in some way, shape, or form it will return. Whether it's like rebranded, um, but I think like those floats, those they're beautiful floats, and I feel like so much time and energy went into them that it would be kind of a shame to waste them. So I could see them sort of bringing back the parade maybe with a different brand 
adding a couple different floats in there maybe switching it up a bit but i feel like magic happens has to come back because like disneyland needs needs a good parade again you know okay moving left and it's kind of 180 turn but if you don't know me kind of adding on to my marvel fandom from earlier i love wanda maximoff i mean who doesn't love wanda maximoff i feel like she's the reason multiverse of madness did so well and the fact that we still don't know like the status of this girl like is she dead is she alive what's going on the way i was just like bawling in the theater when she died and they like didn't even give us an end credit scene to wrap it up i need to know like what's happening so i feel like with the popularity of wanda i could see the marvel panel just at least giving us like a little hint maybe not an announcement i kind of put like her her return confirmed so I'm, I didn't want to say like a solo film announcement because I don't really think that's likely, but I feel like we might get some kind of insight of where we'll see her again and like how she'll play into phase five and phase six because Wanda is the nexus being of 616, at least in the comics, and I believe that that's the intention in the Marvel Universe. So she's definitely not dead. Like she's going to be back. So definitely, I think, I think they'll at least tease wanda's return okay moving down another disney animation news so this one i need a little backstory on it so disney animation originally the plan was this year they're releasing strange world that's their 2022 release that's directed by don hall kind of based off like pulp fiction and like the old films and stuff like that and we were kind of hinted at what the 2023 film would be and once again by Diz Insider they revealed that the working title was Foster and that it was going to be directed by Carlos Lopez Estrada who's one of the co-directors on Ryan the Last Dragon. However he recently left Disney and I feel like the movie would not have been done when he left so I don't know if his movie got shelved. I don't even know if Foster is the movie he worked on. What I do know is he did do like a little interview and he said that it was a very personal story to him and that they were working on the music for it. And he didn't confirm if it was a musical, if there was going to be singing. I'm just holding on to dear hope that there's a musical in 2023 because I love musicals. But recently there has been news about Disney potentially making a fairy tale film based off The Princess and the Pea, which is kind of one of those iconic fairy tale stories that Disney hasn't yet adapted, but honestly for good reason, because it's a pretty, pretty short and simple narrative. It was originally rumored to be a live action film, but there's currently been some rumors that it's going, that's been shifted to animation and that this is going to be the 2023 musical by Disney Animation. So in my research, I did find that the company that is apparently working on the film is a live action company. So I am leaning more towards the fact that this is a live action film. However, if I were Disney, I feel like it makes sense to pivot this to animation just because Disney has created a brand on fairy tales. And I just see this film being much more viable as an animated film than as a live action film especially since it's not like a retelling of an already animated film. Also, the working title is Penelope, apparently, but there's also some potential crossover with Penelope and Foster that they could be the same film. And for those of you who are sort of familiar with the Princess and the Pea story, I feel like it kind of makes sense because the whole story is about her kind of like not knowing her heritage and trying to prove that she's a princess. So that's why she has to sleep on like the 10 mattresses with the pea under it or whatever. So I feel like foster could work into that somehow but the only thing that's keeping me from 
100% thinking that's going to happen is the fact that there's that live-action film division that's attached to it. Everything is with a grain of salt at this moment, though. Nothing's confirmed, so... And I'm hopeful, too. I'm very optimistic. I want a new musical, and I'm always down for another Disney princess, and it's a very odd story to develop, but I'm curious to see how they do it. Okay, so moving over to the right, we have another Encanto square right here. But this one is for specifically for an attraction. What I've listed here is a Columbia Pavilion coming to Epcot slash an Encanto attraction. I've heard rumors of them potentially wanting to make a Columbia Pavilion. I know there was a Brazil Pavilion that's been in development for a long time at Epcot. I just feel like Columbia would be a really cool new addition to the theme park. Plus, they have that IP tie-in, so they could kind of do a more authentic Colombian village facade, and then you could have sort of like an Encanto attraction attached to it. So I believe something like that will be announced, or we'll just get an Encanto ride attraction of some sort. Epcot is probably the place that Encanto will live in Walt Disney World, just because there's already so much in the Magic Kingdom, and with the inclusion of Journey of Water and Harmonious, they're definitely trying to kind of add more princesses and more Disney IP to Epcot, so it makes more sense to add Encanto into Epcot than into Magic Kingdom, in my opinion at least. But I feel like with how popular Encanto is, I would not be surprised if we got a ride. And I'm really hoping we get a new pavilion because it's been a long time since we've had a new pavilion come to the World Showcase, and that's kind of the whole point, right? We were supposed to be adding countries, and obviously budgeting kind of came in there and, and affected that, but I would love to see a new country, and yes. Yeah. And then moving again over to the right, this one was a weird one. So again, this is via Diz Insider, and apparently Disney is in production of a animated film based off of the French fairy tale of Bluebeard the Pirate. And if you know the story of Bluebeard, you know that it is a very, very dark story. It's basically about this pirate who his wives go missing and then these two women find the bodies hanging in his closet. So I'm very curious to see how this gets adapted into a family-friendly, the magic of Disney type of movie. They've obviously adapted, you know, fairy tales before that had darker endings, so I definitely wouldn't put it past them. This one just seems a little, a little darker. And to add on to it as well, the rumor is currently floating around that this will be a 2D animated film for 2024. So that is really exciting to me. I believe if it gets announced, we probably will get like a logo treatment and then whatever concept art is released will be probably to attendees only. But the fact that this is 2D and a fairy tale is pretty intriguing to me, even though the source material isn't really something that I'm in love with. But Disney is known to twist these dark stories and make them iconic and classic. So I guess we'll see what happens. And moving over, the last one for this row is a replacement for Stitch's Great Escape. So, at Disney's Magic Kingdom, there is a ride called, or there was a ride, called Stitch's Great Escape. And it used to be a really creepy alien encounter ride where there is an alien in a tube in the middle of this sort of theater space. And you had these, you had this suspension that went over you and basically it was supposed to seem like there was an alien breaking out and there's blood splattering and smells and stuff. 
and it was very scary for children. So after Lilo and Stitch came out, they rethemed it to a Stitch's Great Escape alien encounter type thing. I've been on this attraction and it's not great. You really just sit there and he burps in your face and it smells disgusting and you get stuff sprayed on you. So I was not surprised at all when this attraction closed. However, it's been vacant for quite a few years and the rumor is that a Wreck-It Ralph attraction was supposed to be coming. Preferably one that was based off of Sugar Rush, I'm assuming. But that has been a rumor since like 2018, I think. And there's been no updates on it. So I'm really curious what's going to happen. I think we will get some sort of update just because Disney needs more capacity and we need more rides open. So I'm very curious to see what opens here. I don't know if it's going to be Racket Ralph anymore because I feel like Ralph Breaks the Internet was a very... I think they'd wanted it to be a bigger hit than it eventually was. And same sort of, I'll add on to my Play Pavilion prediction, is that the Play Pavilion was originally very much modeled after the internet in Ralph Breaks the Internet and very emoji heavy. And I feel like a lot of that's already dated. So I could see them maybe going for something a little bit different. In Tomorrowland, I could see them doing something with Wally, maybe even something with Big Hero 6 maybe could work out and I feel like that might be a little bit more of a viable brand especially with like the Baymax show that's happening right now but I definitely think we're gonna get something because there's just I'm pretty sure it's being used for storage right now and uh come on Disney we need more attractions so full disclosure I intended to go from the left to the right and then down and then from the right to the left and then down and then from the left to the right and then down and so on and so forth I definitely messed up the order here, so we're going to go from Stitch's Great Escape to uh, Pixar's Sumer announcement. Apologies. Okay, moving down, um, this will be a quick one, but this is Pixar's 2024 summer film called Sumer, and let me tell you for jokes, I read this as summer, and like I took history, like I know what Sumeria is, I know, you know, Babylon and Mesopotamia and all that. I guess I just like misread and I was like, oh, they're making like a whole movie based off of the concept of like the season, like that would be interesting. But no, it's about like, you know, like Sumerian woman. So this is the one that I think is related to Naditu. Could be wrong. I mean, like I'm totally down for two ancient civilization based films from both studios. Like I'm totally down for that. I just, it, it seems like there's a little bit more crossover than Disney and Pixar would like. If you guys remember way back when, when Princess and the Frog was in development, apparently Pixar was in development of their own Princess and the Frog story, and they kind of just like combined both of them together, and then Disney Animation took it over. So, I don't know, maybe something similar is happening here. Maybe it was in the hands of Disney Animation and Pixar took it over, but I guess we'll kind of have to wait and see. Okay, moving over to the right. This one, I feel like, again, it's in a similar vein of Coco, where this film was a big hit. People love it, and yet we still haven't seen much park integration from it, and that's Utopia. Now, the 2016 debate, I think Moana should have won Best Animated Feature. I love Zootopia, Zootopia's great, but I feel like Moana is the classic of that year, and that's the one that has had the most longevity, and that's the one that like really resonates with people. But we're not here to talk about Moana right now, we're here to talk about Zootopia, and Zootopia's great. I mean, the, the animation's amazing, just the world building of the city of Zootopia is so cool. I have the art book and just kind of like learning about how they sort of like went in and made everything work and make sense and why the cold neighborhood is next to the warm neighborhood and all that stuff is really cool. And I feel like Zootopia would lend itself really well to a theme park land, which they are building in Hong Kong right now. Concept art looks great. 
And there's been a long-running rumor that they wanted to bring Zootopia to Animal Kingdom, which makes absolute sense because it's a mammal metropolis and Animal Kingdom is all about animals. And Animal Kingdom is pretty light on IP. They really have like Lion King there, Jungle Book, like a lot of the animal films, of course, but they they don't really have like as much IP as the other parks, even as Epcot, I'd argue. I feel like Epcot has more Disney, recognizable Disney IP than Animal Kingdom. And I love Animal Kingdom as it is, but Dinoland USA is definitely lacking in the theming department. They just took down Primeval World, which is, it's a very, if you've ever been to, if you haven't been to Dinoland USA in Animal Kingdom, basically they had a choice between making Beastly Kingdom, which was like dragons and unicorns. And the short form of that is that they had to choose between Beastly Kingdom or Dinoland USA. And they chose Dinoland USA because it was cheaper to make. And basically it was like a carnival theme. So very, very easily implement. Anyway, all that to say, I think if they brought a Zootopia land to Dinoland USA, it would work perfectly. I feel like it could, the reveal would be amazing. They could even retheme the dinosaur ride to be like a Zootopia like car chase or something, or just add like a new attraction in there. It just makes so much sense to me, and especially because Zootopia is one of the three only Disney Animation Studios films, obviously not adjusted for inflation, to make over a billion dollars. It's like, where is it? Okay, so moving our way over, um, the next one I have, okay, the first half of this is probably super obvious, the second half might not happen, but I have a first look at Tiana and Moana. So Tiana, we technically already did have a first look, we have a concept art, but I'm hoping that we get like a little bit more, maybe some animation, because Tiana's supposed to be coming out next year, so I feel like they should have at least something to show us, like a teaser. And for Moana, since it's not coming out until 2024, it's probably like very early in development, but I'd like to see something like her dress or just like new character or something. So I feel like we'll get a look at that because they're princess projects and I feel like princess projects are Disney's bread and butter and will always be Disney's bread and butter. So they're gonna be priority for them. Moving over again, we have my only Star Wars slash Lucasfilm pr uh, prediction on here, and that's that I think we'll get some sort of announcement about what the next Star Wars trilogy will be. Definitely, I don't think we'll see it for a while, but I think we'll get some sort of announcement of like who's going to direct it, what the title is maybe, like when we're going to get introduced, and maybe like a little bit like of plot details. I'm not as well versed in Star Wars as I am in Marvel, so there's probably theories and there's probably some news out there already that people know of, of kind of like what is in the works. I know like Taika Waititi is apparently in talks to direct a film. I don't know if it's going to be like an anthology film or one of the, uh, uh, like a trilogy film, but I definitely think we're going to be getting some kind of an announcement there. And then moving over, I have Hercules cast and release date. I, a lot of live action stuff, I feel like they kind of just like announce it and then they pin it and then it's like, well, might do this or we might not. But Hercules, I feel like is one of the few ones that's going to go forward. I feel like I've been hearing most, the most about like the development on this. So I feel like we'll get some sort of, at least a release date and like confirmation that it's coming and then maybe a cast, like who's playing Herc, who's playing Meg and maybe who's playing Phil or Hades. Like the core cast, I think we'll get. But if we don't get the core cast, we'll definitely get like a confirmation that the film's happening. And maybe a logo? I'd be curious to see what the logo looks like. Okay, moving down, we are on the last row. So I think we will get some sort of insight into what our new Avengers lineup is going to be like for the next two Avengers film, King Dynasty and Secret Wars. 
So I've been hearing that they will be splitting up into teams. So you're gonna have like street level and cosmic and mystic and whatever. But I think we're gonna kind of get like a sense of like who's with who. There was that concept art floating around of like the Avengers fighting Kang. And I'm pretty sure it was Captain Marvel, Athena, Kate Bishop, Ms. Marvel, Wong, and I'm pretty sure Captain America, Sam Wilson, Captain America. Which is pretty cool, but obviously it's concept art, and they're probably super early in development, so. But I think we'll get sort of like a lineup of like who's who. Obviously, I feel like Captain Marvel's gonna be leading the team, I feel like. Or she's gonna be like leading a team. I think we're definitely gonna get some confirmation of like how She-Hulk's gonna play into all this. And yeah, just kind of like more more of a, a sense of, of what we'll see in those films. Okay, moving back left. Um, This one, again, is probably... A shot in the dark but i love riot and the last dragon and i feel like as disney's kind of new disney has this new want to implement ip and i feel like it would be perfect if they added raya to disney's animal kingdom because one we really only have one princess in disney's animal kingdom and that's pocahontas and there's not really a place for pocahontas there like there used to be camp mini mickey but that's gone now and the sections of the park are like africa Asia. I think there's like a South America part because of they have like an up thing there, but there's no like North American wilderness. So she kind of doesn't really fit there. And also, you know, Pocahontas is kind of problematic. A lot of people have issues with her. So I'd love to see Raya implemented into Animal Kingdom, especially in like the Asia part of the park. And specifically, I think they could do a really good job if they did a retheme to Cali River Rapids, if they did like a Raya and the Last Dragon retheme. And even I'll go even further and say, like, a whole, like, reefer. Because Cali River Rapids, I love water rides, but Cali River Rapids is just, like, way too short, and you get wet, but, like, it's not the fun kind. Like, I've never been to, since California Avengers, so I've never been on Grizzly River Run, but that looks like it's more, like, scenic and more worth your time, and there's more theming, and there's big drops and stuff. Cali River Rapids kind of sucks. So I feel like as much as I love the theming that it is already, like it's, it's beautiful. I think it'd be really cool if they did like a Raya theme, like a couple animatronics maybe. They could really theme the queue and Raya is literally set on a river. So I feel like it would just work perfectly. You could have like, you know, Sisu in the water or something. Yeah, I, I definitely would love to see that. And also I just, I love Raya and I, I know Raya didn't really hit as much as some people would have wanted it to, and definitely Encanto is probably the one I resonated with more because it was a musical, but I still love Raya so much, and I think Raya needs some, some rep in the Disney parks. Okay, so moving again over, this one is pretty vague, because I wanted to put some... I wanted to put some like announcements for Marvel, but I didn't really know what. I was thinking like we probably will get like a Nova announcement, We'll probably get like a Shang-Chi sequel announcement. Just kind of like there's a bunch of things. We've seen some copyrights leak for like an internal sequel. So I feel like what I put here is just filling in this phase six schedule holes. So what's coming kind of like in between before and after the Avengers films. I feel like we might not get every hole filled, but I feel like we'll get most of them outlined to kind of get an idea. And I feel like we might get a couple new uh, new projects announced, but definitely I don't think it's going to be anything to the level of what San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con was. Moving over left, this one is the Finding Nemo series announcement. So Diz Insider reported that a Finding Nemo series is rumored to be in development. So this comes straight from Pixar, apparently, and they wanted to make 
a show sort of in the, the vein of Doug Days and Cars on the Road, which is coming to Disney Plus this Friday. Um, and apparently Andrew, Andrew Stanton, who is the original director of Finding Nemo and Finding Dory, is attached to develop. So I think that's kind of cool. I don't know how on board I am for a Finding Nemo series, but I do love Finding Nemo and I love the ocean and I love water. So I feel like it could just be like a lot of fun. I hope no one goes missing again because if it's like Finding Marlin, it's just going to get too repetitive. But I'm intrigued. I'm very curious to see what they do with it and how it goes. And I I'm assuming we'll see like the Finding Dory cast kind of mingle in there too. But I feel like we'll get some sort of announcement for that. And then my final one is probably, I guess, underwhelming to some people, but for me, I'm very excited. And it's the Marvel's first look. So I love Captain Marvel. I love Ms. Marvel. I love Monica Rambeau. And I could not be more excited for the Marvels. I think it's probably my most highly anticipated Marvel movie. And that's even with hearing about the alleged like musical planet rumors, because like, I don't know, I just, I love, I love it. And I think rebranding them as like a team is going to be so cool, even if it's just for this one movie. And I just want to see what they look like. Like, I've seen Amon's costume. It has, like, a lot more, like, gold accents and stuff. But I really want to see, like, an official picture, and especially with Carol, because we've seen what Carol looks like at the end of Ms. Marvel, and she has, like, that braid. And I'm curious if that's going to be her look for the Marvels, or if it'll be different, because I feel like Captain Marvel just, like, her hair changes all the time. It's long, it's short, it's whatever. So I'm very curious, and I'm mostly curious to see Monica Rambeau, because we haven't seen her in like a super suit or anything yet. And I really, really want to see her powered up as Photon or Spectrum, whatever name she chooses. I really want to see it. There was a, a recent comment came out, I think for Photon and she looks amazing. And I showed it to my friend Chloe and I was like, I wish she would have the suit, but probably not because I'm pretty sure her Marvel suit was designed for that comment came out. But yeah, I definitely, definitely think we'll see something for the Marvels for sure. All right, so that'll do it for my predictions for D23 2022. I hope you enjoyed going through these 24 predictions as much as I did making them and recording them. Honestly, I'm just very excited for D23. So if one of these comes true, I'll be happy. And I'm wishing everyone an amazing D23 weekend. I hope that the announcements and the news that you're waiting for to be announced comes true. Please be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Spill and Tea. And if you'd like to share your thoughts on today's episode and topic, be sure to shoot us an email at spillandisteapodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to rate us, leave us a review, and share this with all your friends and Disney fanatics. You can also reach us individually, myself at Braden Rosman on Instagram and at Braden C. Rosman on Twitter. And you can reach my co-host Sakura at SakuraMJ on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much for tuning in, and until next time, play us out, Zach.